Hey there, welcome to the Pine Island Experience Podcast. I'm Joanna Anderson with my husband, Trigby. Each of our episodes will be conversations with fellow Pine Islanders. The goal of our podcast is to share with you our experiences, what we have found to be fun, and what makes the Pine Island Experience so unique. love people to make educated choices so we believe in sampling of the ice cream or the sauces we want people to know what they're tasting and you know even just to come check it out and so far we haven't ever had to cut anybody off even multiple samples but people are so they're so nice but we really for me I love it when people want to taste a sauce and they take a bite and just need a minute to enjoy that and so that's like the biggest compliment is when people just get so excited about what we're creating there. Sarah Crawford was talking about how much it means to her to see people enjoy tasting her homemade sauces. Sarah and her friend Amy Gant opened Spot's ice cream crepes and sauces last November. They've created a beautiful ice cream spot filled with homemade sauces, crepes made right in front of you, and homemade waffle cones and bowls. It's a spot where people can come, tell their stories, and place their spot on the wall map. As Sarah and Amy say, we want it to be the spot where everybody wants to come and connect and enjoy sweet things. And now, here are Amy and Sarah. We have with us today Amy Gant, Sarah Crawford from Spots Ice Cream, Crepes and Sauces. Great name. We're going to ask you about that. Welcome. Thank you for coming. I was, I, I walked in there and I was just blown away. I didn't even know it was there. And oh, first off, it smells so good. And then everything was just beautiful. So welcome. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you for inviting us. We're excited. Yeah, certainly. Happy to be here. Well, we always start in the beginning and then whoever wants to go first, but well, we'd like to know about your background, you know, where you grew up, you know, if, if you've done your own business before or where you worked before, um, how, how you decided on Pine Island. Amy, did you want to start? Sure. So just a little bit about me. Um, I've kind of grown up all over the world. My father was military, so I come from a military Air Force background. So love to travel and love, love people. Uh, we decided to... My husband and I also moved many times throughout our marriage, and we decided that Florida is where we wanted to be. He has roots in Florida. His grand grandparents um, are from Miami, and so we would come to Florida to visit a lot uh, throughout our marriage. So we felt like Florida is where we needed to be. We didn't really understand completely why or how, but just knew that this was what was meant for us. So just a little bit more about us is we we come from a big family. Uh, we have six children, three boys and three girls. Wow. Uh, and we've owned our own businesses. So he had done plumbing, heating, air conditioning, electric, and, and real estate. So when we came here, we decided that real estate is what we were going to, to do. Shortly becoming licensed here in the state of Florida, we discovered Pine Island and I fell in love with it. So I loved energy, vibe, the relaxed vibe that 
that is felt as soon as you get to the island. And um, in doing real estate, I realized there needs to be an ice cream shop here. (laughs) We need to have an ice cream shop. Um, So that was just kind of one of my dreams to someday do that. And then um, Sarah and I met about three and a half years ago, and I'll let her take it over from here. So a little bit about me. I grew up in Homer, Alaska, which is a small coastal community. My um, my mom's dad and her brothers were all commercial fishermen. My dad's family was were ranchers, um, but small town and was there my whole life. Uh, my mom was born and raised in Alaska. And so we'd been there a long time. And then when I was 16, we moved to Florida in Jacksonville. And that's when I met my husband and we'd moved around a lot and ended up down here. Um, We moved from Utah. We had been there probably the longest and had been there about 12 years before we moved down here. And interestingly enough, one of my very closest friends in Utah knew Amy from when Amy had lived in Utah many, many years before. (laughs) And so we had that little connection. Here I was moving to an area I didn't know anyone. My friend who knows people everywhere, that's like her superpower, was like, I have a friend down there. You will, you know, and so that was... That was fun to have that little connection. Um, when I moved down here, I actually owned an ice cream shop in my hometown in Homer, and I had been doing that for a couple years, and it's just seasonal up there, and so we'd open um, in May and go to September. But I also have a large family. I have seven children, wow. three girls and four boys. And my boys were still at home and in high school and well, one in junior high at the time. And so to leave before school ended and go until after school began, wasn't really working to be in a new place and needing them to get settled into new schools and new experiences and such. And so I ended up selling my ice cream shop to my sister who lives year round up in Homer. And, um, took a break from that. And Amy, as soon as she heard I had an ice cream shop, we started talking about it and she kept talking about it for three three and a half years and bring it up. And she would, you know, find different places. She found a couple places Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they didn't really work out. But when she found the place, the spot that we're in right now, I could just see and being out here on Pine Island it just reminds me of that like small town vibe that I love from my own hometown. And so even with the temperature differences <laughs> between Homer and, and Pine Island, I love the feeling and it reminds me of home and it reminds me of that experience there. So Amy found the right spot for spots. Yeah. Nice. How did you, who called, did you call? Amy, when you got, how did you meet then? I know you had a mutual friend. Yeah, so we um, attend the same church. Oh, my. And so we were just kind of connected that way. And because she has a big family and I have a big family, like, it just was the stars aligned kind of thing. We We just had that connection to begin with. And did you both always know you wanted to have your own businesses or... Did it just happen because the two of you got together? Well, I think for me, um, 
my husband has always been an entrepreneur and always we've always owned our own businesses be it in construction or in real estate and so um this was a completely different kind of business adventure for sure and then Sarah has ha- she's had all kinds of businesses that she's owned herself. I have I have a husband who is not an entrepreneur <laughs> and is very risk averse but super super supportive. supportive. And so he just kind of I I'm sure sometimes he feels like his head might explode when I say I have a great new idea but um we I actually was a stay-at-home mom for about 20 one years before I started doing anything. And then I did um, catering and event planning and then the ice cream shop up in Alaska. And then I also do kind of aside from this, I have um, something called the Connecting Joy Project, which um, works to empower women and also um, encourage connection and fight isolation and comparison because those things really aren't healthy and don't help us be our best self. We're our best self when we work together and, and lift each other so and learn from one another. Well, that's very nice. And then you came with your own employees, both of you. Yes. You know, with the, the, <laughs> all, all, the ki- all the kids work there? Or? Some, of, some, of, some them? of them do, yeah. <laughs> we each have two kids that work okay, there. Okay, so it's not all 13. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> two of my six and two of her seven yeah. work there and... And it's actually been a really good experience for us and for me as their mom to see them really take ownership of their job and responsibility. And Sarah does a lot of the things in the shop that I, like, I think we're just kind of balance each other out. Like Mm -hmm. she does a lot of the, well, she does all of the sauces and all of the baking and things like that and scheduling and she and her sister, who also worked with her up in Alaska, do the, like the training and things like that. And then I like to be out in the community, and they call me the ambassador, <laughs> the ambassador, which, which I, you know, it's just fun for me to mm-hmm. to sponsor uh, spots because we think it's a really good place for people to connect and to have a good experience and to hopefully feel our love and appreciation for them. And you picked spots because it's a great spot, yes. right? I've, I saw that in your bylines. That's, yes. How clever is that? Amy. Uh, Amy, Amy <laughs> gets credit for your name. And she is a wonderful ambassador. She's so good at like reaching out to people and people like to know when she's going to be there so they can come in and support her and, and see her and, and things like that. So that is really, she's right. We really do balance, balance each other out and support each other um, and things that she's so good at. I am so not. And I'm totally okay with that. (laughs) And things that I'm really good at are not things that she loves to do. And so it's worked out really well. Well, I have to say for your kids, my mom had six children. My dad opened, he always wanted to have his own drugstore. That was his dream. And so he did that. And I, I got to work in there and it made a huge difference on my life. I really enjoyed working for my dad. And uh, you just felt so responsible. Mm-hmm. And I think I started when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think your kids are going to thank you. I know they are. It's a wonderful experience. Yeah. If they haven't thanked you already. They, they have in ways. They mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Yeah. They have. They're, I know Sarah tell about your Joe and 
So Sam. yeah, the two boys that I have working there now, they actually worked with me up in the shop in Alaska. Sam, my youngest, was 10 when we opened the shop and he started on the register. And they're good at being able to talk to customers and everything from that experience. But Joe was working delivering pizza and just kind of like not really engaged in his life. He'd graduated from high school and just kind of like, eh. And he has really like just shined and is so involved in both of Joe and Victoria, her daughter, are both um, some of our assistant managers, and they really like pay attention to making sure that the shop is running well and that, you know, they come to us with ideas and they they are just really, it's a delight. I love seeing the kids and and Sam, one day we were driving somewhere and he was just like, and he's 15 now, but he was like, mom thanks for opening an ice cream shop. It is just so nice to work for people who care about your well-being and who pay attention to how you're doing. And I just love it. So that's wonderful. So you talked about talking about opening a business or something for three and a half years. Did you make the decision to finally say yes and then you found the spot or did you find the spot and that was like the camel or the straw that broke the camel's back? You said, now that this spot's going to work, we have to open. Like, kind of, what was the order there? I so so earlier this year, we had kind of d- looked at a couple of other place spots like that we <laughs> that we um, were considering, but n- none of them just really worked okay. and felt right. And I came across one that actually isn't the one that we're in now, but it introduced us to the one that we are in now, and I called Sarah and she was traveling. She was in the airport, I think. Yeah, I was in the airport. <laughs> and she's and I said, Sarah, I found a place and I think it's really cool. I said, I don't know like what you're gonna think about this, but she's like, send me a video. So I sent her a video <laughs> and she was getting in the next day and she's like, when can we go see this? So we got her in to see it the next day. And I could just like see like the wheels spinning in her head and the excitement in her eyes that I hadn't seen before on the other properties that we had looked at and it took some it took some finesse and creativity to change what it was into what it is now mm-hmm. and that's a whole nother story that's like a little bit of a miracle in and of itself well you have that timeline i read when yes. you when you sign the lease when you got someone in there to redo the whole thing and when you open i'm like that's not possible how did you pull that off it was like in what 45 days all told from the lease signing to open it? Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I think it's prayer. I really do because we felt like it was the right thing to do. We we did it on a budget. We signed the lease October 20th or September. You're September right. September 15th, 16th, somewhere in there. Around in there. Yeah. We got into the building October 1st. October 1st and got had to order all the appliances to be all the ice cream freezers, everything to be delivered, worked with some friends of ours that came in and helped because it was a real estate office. And so we had to remove partial walls and put different things up. We made a, a doorway arch and did all these different things, did plumbing and electrical with the, the goal of being able to open November 1st. And we were 
doing the last bit of plumbing and Amy called and got the inspector and we got the inspector in there October 31st. It's unbelievable. Be able to open November 1st. It is unbelievable, especially because of like the state of our area Mm -hmm. and all of the, because because we had to get the inspections through the the county inspections and also the state inspections had to be approved as well. So, and we had to submit plans of what we wanted and our design and those had to be approved and signed up on, had to have the fire marshal come and make sure our space was fire compliant. And anyways, just a lot of different moving parts, but the last final one was October 31st and he's, he says, I don't see any reason why you guys can't open your doors tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> so we're like, we're doing it. Yeah. So, and I think you must being, not have slept. Um, I don't think Amy sleeps busy. a whole lot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was busy, but we had good help with the people that were in there helping us do that, um, the renovation and stuff. And then I think tag teaming it because I was able to focus on getting things arranged in the shop and Amy was able to focus on getting the inspectors in and seeing what we needed to have done when so we could have people in. And so it was another way that we support each other to be able to get things done, even impossible things done. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a great timeline just for any business, but I assume that's you folks are considered food service, which meant you also had health department and cleaning kinds of stuff. So, I mean, you said it was real estate office. Well, to your point, some partial walls, some desks, you know, electricity lights, you know, you can probably kind of get up and running, but you have to be able to clean it and special, you can't just have any surfaces if, if I understand correctly. So, I mean, that was just kind of a whole nother level when you're trying to open up food service business quickly. I would have to assume that there were new challenges with that. Creative challenges. <laughs> For instance, there was a shower in there and we turned that into our mop sink. That was oh, required. Okay. Yeah. That was required. So, so you have stuff. to have a mop six. See? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that was smart. And then prior to it being a realtor's office, at some point it was a beauty salon. And so there was plumbing that was there. It was just covered. Mm-hmm. So we were able to use what was there and then put the sinks in place yeah. where we needed to have them. And I don't know. It, it just... By God's intervention, and I don't know if there's faith people here in the audience or a higher power, maybe that's what I'll say. It was all meant to be, and it all came together in such a beautiful way that we just know that we were supposed to do this at this time. And then the availability of the equipment. So is there like ice cream making machines, or how does the ice cream get made, I guess? So we don't make our ice cream. We buy it from Yoder's Creamery up in Sarasota. but. That's about the only thing we don't make in the shop. Everything else um, we make are crepes, um, our sauces, uh, crepe fillings, all of that we make in-house. And we even make our own fresh waffle cones. That's usually what you smell is the the fresh baked waffle cones. That should be an air freshener. (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, what did what did I read? Something like there's 24 flavors that you... We do. We carry to? 24 flavors of ice cream. Uh, we have probably of the 24, 18 to 19 are, are ones we have all the time, try to have all the time. And then we, you know, four or five, we trade out 
because they have, I think Yoder's has 76 flavors of ice cream. And so it's hard to decide. And we like to have variety and try different things to Some find new favorites. Ones. Yeah, there's yeah. seasonal ones. And I know you're looking at the island to tell you too, right? What their yes. favorites are, yes. coconut or... yes. Uh, our best seller is the salted caramel praline. Yep. Oh. That, that, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's a and good one. It is a good one. And probably uh, one that we are carrying currently is the um, this one I showed you this morning. Butter pecan. Butter pecan. Ooh. Because that is probably the most requested one of people come in and ask if we have butter pecan. That's interesting. Now, how did you get um, set up with the odors? Did you go through a bunch of companies? Did you already know about them and like their product? Or? I didn't know about them. Uh, I wanted to find a company that carried... I didn't want to get ice cream from different companies. Mm -hmm. I wanted one... I like the uniform, like know that we can count on the quality and everything. And um, they don't have the same ice cream suppliers in Florida that they have in Alaska. So I had to <laughs> no. research that a little bit and find something. And the first couple of companies, food delivery companies, just could not offer enough variety. Mm -hmm. And so as I researched a little bit and found Yoder's, which Farmer Joe's carries it, and I went in and did some and tasted it. And the one I ta I tasted a couple because I took a couple of my kids so they could order some too. But they have this watermelon sorbet that tastes like sunshine. And I said, that is so good. That means this is what we're doing. And and they won't deliver. They're, right now, they can't deliver out to the island. And so we meet them and pick up the ice cream and the things we order from them and drive it out because it's so it's that good. It's worth it to me to have, um, you know, as a company that Southwest Florida and they provide such a quality mm -hmm. product. We're willing to do that to be able to to have that. And hopefully at some point they they'll be able to start delivering out to us, yeah. but for now that works. Are you meeting them in Farmer Joe's or yeah. Sarasota? Okay. We meet them at Farmer Joe's. I mean, that's bad enough. Right? Do you, yeah. do you have a refrigerated truck or a bunch of coolers and just drive like a bat in the back? <laughs> we just toss it. It's, they have it really well frozen, really so we cool. just yeah. toss it in the back of the car and and put drive out freezers. and yeah. put it in our freezers right away. Now, with the sauces, I mean, you obviously must like to cook. Was that because you didn't like any commercial products or you just... You want to make something for your own, or you? And I think anybody cooks and I think mine is better than than other products. Or kind of how did you well, get into really that? Well, it really is true. Sarah's sauces are better than any other sauces <laughs> I've ever had. And I had been to her home, and we had we had dinner one night, just friends and getting together. And she had made what she called fried ice cream, and I went crazy for it. And so that was one of the things that she created a deconstructed fried ice cream and that's one of our special fried ice cream, um, fried Friday. ice cream Fridays that oh. we have. Okay. I love to be creative in the kitchen and I had um, started making, I had, you know, I've had hot fudge from other places. It's kind of plastic tasting and so bit, I yeah. just researched a little bit and then, and just got some basic um recipes and tried things out and found ones I liked and then I like to try different things. So currently we have our traditional hot fudge, a coconut hot fudge and a peanut butter hot fudge. And then 
And then we um, have a dark salted caramel, a snickerdoodle caramel, and a coconut caramel. And those are the, and raspberry. Those are the sauces we have all the time. And then right now we have two limited time flavors, which is a Mexican spice hot fudge, which has cinnamon and cayenne. Mm -hmm. And you taste the cinnamon first and then the little bit of heat. It's not real, real spicy, but a little bit of heat from the cayenne gets you later. That's really delicious. And then um, a peanut butter caramel. Wow. It's quite a selection. It's delicious. It just kind of... and. We know that things are going well and not too chaotic when I have time to get in the kitchen and try new things. <laughs> do you have time to bottle it and sell it or do you or not? Um, so right now, we, if people order ahead of time, then I can make it fresh and it's just in an eight-ounce container and they can do that. And they just need to, you know call me the day before, the morning of, and I can go out and make it so that they have it fresh. Very nice. And then who was, were you making crepes before too? Yeah. was a, oh, wow. Yeah. So um, in my shop up in Alaska, we also did crepes. And I had, had started making crepes just at home for my family. And um, so when I bought that shop, which was an existing shop, and they had crepes, but they used a mix, we did a taste test. And hands down, everybody said, get rid of the mix. And so... Um, we do that, and then it's just whatever different things I want to try for <laughs> our crepes that we have. Yeah, she do, you just created a new one, the apple bacon. Yes, thing. apple bacon oh. cheddar. cheddar um, oh. It's there's a and it's usually from other things that I've tried. So there's a grilled cheese shop in Utah, and they have all different kinds of grilled cheese. And one of their sandwiches is the ABC, which is uh, fresh green apple and bacon, candied bacon and cheddar, and it's really good. And so that is in a crepe with just a, just a little drizzle of um, the snickerdoodle caramel. It's not overly sweet. It's mostly savory, but that adds to the candied bacon. So I had to be on my head spinning a little bit. So my mother struggled with hamburger helper, and you're making all these crepes and stuff for your family. It's like, can you do adopt people? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. However, my kids do come in sometimes and say, are you cooking tonight or is it fend for yourself? So they don't eat like this all the time. <laughs> but it sounds like you can serve lunch and dessert. Yes. You know, because you have the, the savory crepes I was reading about, like the Southwest veggie. Yes. Mm -hmm. That sounds, what's in that? So the Southwest veggie has some pepper jack cheese and then black bean and corn and a little bit of green chili. And then we put fresh spinach on it. Wow. And that is the Southwest veggie. Sounds the great. Little bit of sour cream. Ooh. Yep. And with a side of sour cream. And we'll start serving that with fresh salsa as soon as I get back from my trip. <laughs> How great is that? That sounds oh. wonderful. My favorite is the turkey pesto. Oh, yeah. I read about Super flavorful. That's one of the most favorites, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. That one we probably sell the most. That's a, just a light pesto cream that we make. And then turkey, fresh tomato, and spinach, and some mozzarella cheese. Oh, like almost a caprese with turkey, right? Mm -hmm. I would have never thought of turkey and pesto. That's, that's yeah, fabulous. Delicious. Wow. And then if you don't want to be quite so healthy, we have the <laughs> bacon spinach Alfredo. 
So I thought you were going to say the cheesecake. Oh, well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> we You're cheesecake. right, because <laughs> there's no spinach on the cheesecake. <laughs> the spinach tries to make people feel better about yeah. the bacon yeah. Alfredo. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're it's healthy. Like people have a Diet Coke with their wedge of chocolate cake <laughs> yeah. or their ice cream sundae. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you can put one, two, or three scoops, I was reading, on... Almost anything, yeah. you know, in the waffle cones, in the crepes, or, you know, yeah. a, so, a bowl. <laughs> right. So usually people don't need more than three scoops, but if they do, we do sell hand-packed um, pints and quarts. Oh. Um, and we also have something that's kind of fun because we do rotate out our ice cream. We have the last of pints, which are a little bit less expensive because they're pre-packed. And so if you don't see a flavor that you love, you can, because sometimes we have um, packed up that last pint of ice cream and it's in the back and um, that'll be available. So we made somebody really happy when we had a little bit of the pumpkin swirl left. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's so. smart. Just save one of those on every one, you know, yeah. and you have it back there. So what flavors move the uh, the quickest? Salted, salted caramel, caramel praline. praline. Really? So yeah. that's topping like the cho the traditional more chocolate vanilla. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that one moves really well. The blueberry cheesecake, peanut butter, the peanut butter flavor. Uh, so we have two different coconut, and coconut does well, and yeah. we have two different coconut flavors that we kind of rotate, just a toasted coconut and the coconut almond. Mm -hmm. And then that's the same for the peanut butter as well. There's triple peanut butter and chocolate peanut butter. So those are ones that move well. And then then if there's people that like have some lactose, you know, mm -hmm. We have some sorbets, so the watermelon sorbet, mm -hmm. and then we have a lemon. Right now it's lemon. Um, next it'll be mango. Mm -hmm. So we have a little bit of something for everyone, and we have some items for the gluten-sensitive people, too. Mm -hmm. so. We do. I just yesterday actually um, put together gluten-free gluten and dairy-free crepe mix and um, made it, and it... You can't tell the difference between the two because I did side-by-side -side taste test and for like um, texture and flavor and everything, it's really close. So, I mean, if you are really a foodie, you might be able to tell if you had it side-by-side, -side, but maybe not. And um, and we have things set up so that that will be offering the gluten-free and dairy-free crepes. Wow, that's coming big. Up. So how long does it, if someone comes in and wants a waffle cone, they're already, you make them ahead of time, right? The we do. We make, them, we make them fresh. They never sit in there more than like 24 hours. Okay. Um, That's yeah, fresh. But a crepe, they, you make that from scratch? Right? We make that when they come in and when they order it. So I've been to some crepe places where they make the crepes ahead of time. And I just don't think it holds up as well. And it's not as... The texture is a little reheated. It's just not my favorite. And so they can, we have it set up so they can watch us make the crepes oh, cool. at, when they come in. And so it takes takes a couple minutes, yeah. but it's not overly long. So the crepe batter is already ready. Right. And then they they make the crepe and... We can watch you do that. Yeah. I bet that's amazing. Yeah. And if, fun. if you can't decide between ice cream and crepe, um, we have what's called the crepe bomb. And the crepe bomb is 
as my sister likes to say, an ice cream sundae lovingly wrapped in a crepe. Wow. um, You pick your ice cream flavor, you pick your sauce, and then we put that together. And um, we, and it's just, it, we make it kind of quick because the ice cream doesn't sit on there to get all melty. But um, that's kind of a fun thing that people can only get, only get here Mm because we're, we're the ones that made the crepe ball. Yeah. I saw something really clever on Facebook that you guys did. You have like two tip jars and you ask a question. Should we have this or this? <laughs> How smart was that? We do. We we <laughs> haven't been keeping that up as much because sometimes the um, kids that open don't think of the question a question or whatever. But yeah, it's a vote with your tip and kind of a would you rather. One of my... One of my favorite games to play is Would You Rather. So um, I think it's the seven-year-old boy that lives inside of me that likes those <laughs> kinds of things. But um, so we do different different things. And um, I thought of one this morning just while I was driving and saw when I was driving out on the island this morning. And it was like, would you rather be able to fly or run as fast as like... Is it the cheetah that's so fast? Yes, I believe so. Which would you rather? Would you be, <laughs> rather be able to run so fast or be able to fly? And I thought, well, probably fly because it yeah, would be fly. easier not to yeah. run into things. Yeah. But then I was like, I'm not that graceful. I bet even flying, I'd probably find something to run into flying too. So anyway. Now, do you guys have any specials or run specials or special days or anything? Mm-hmm. We do. So we mentioned our fried ice cream Friday, and then we have our family night Monday night, which is our $5 floats. So you choose your ice cream, and we have a couple of, you know, root beer float is typically the one that people purchase, but if you have other sodas as well to choose from. Like the sorbets and uh, Sprite, Sprite. that's another favorite. Mm -hmm. So, And then Then we have... um, $5 $5 ice cream sandwiches on Tuesday because we make a brown sugar, I mean, we make a brown sugar cookie that you can pick your ice cream and make an ice cream sandwich with those fresh cookies. And then Thursday is $3 scoops. Yep. $3 scoops all day on Thursday. You're making Trick very happy today. <laughs> and then this is his favorite subject. any day we have a meal deal, which is a crepe, a scoop, and a drink for $15. Oh, I can see that being... Regulars doing that. Yeah, It'd be yeah. very popular. Yeah. And I'll have the usual. Any good stories from dealing with the general public <laughs> and or in the ice cream business? That names, of course, don't need to be shared, but uh, well, so we have I have two stories of two different locals here. <laughs> um, so we also have done a few events um on the island and just taken our ice cream to the events. And so on one of our first events that we did. Uh, and I don't remember their names. I don't remember. But they came and they said, hey, we were your first customers when you opened on November 1st. And he was so cute. And they were, you know, he was wearing his suit coat and, and tie and she was in her dress. And they just looked so adorable and were so excited to share with us that they were our very first customers. I'm like, we need a picture of you guys because you need to be on our wall. We appreciate you so much. Yeah. And then another couple that 
she loves our fried ice cream Friday and she doesn't just love it. She needs it. <laughs> she tells, I need to have your fried ice cream. And so they were celebrating their anniversary and they were down in Naples and they're like, we have to hurry because we don't want them to close before we can go get fried ice cream Friday and have it be on our anniversary. So, so we like to celebrate with people that are celebrating and make their day a little bit more special. And we talk about the fried ice cream. Is it literally fried, or how do you make that? Um, no, um, it's a deconstructed fried ice cream sundae. So I make the topping. So you've got crispy cornflakes and coconut and honey and butter, and I bake it so it's nice and crispy and chewy the way you get it on fried ice cream. Mm -hmm. So then you just pick whatever ice cream you want, and you get the fried ice cream topping and then whatever um, sauce you want on it. So the um, snickerdoodle caramel is great because you have that cinnamon, but you know, fudge is good. It really, you can't go wrong, even if you go with like a fruit topping on it or whatever. And then whipped cream and a cherry and you've got your fried ice cream. I love fried ice cream. And so like figuring out a way to mm -hmm. make that mm -hmm. so I could have it whenever I wanted. <laughs> Sounds like Sounds a good great idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll Definitely. be there every day of the week. Definitely. I just have to take a bottle of insulin with me and try <laughs> So those are fun stories. And then we have we do have regulars. We have two cute little girls that come in probably at least once or twice a week with their grandma and come choose some ice cream. And I think the people other day. It's just so great. Like we yeah. love people coming in and a chance to meet them and visit with them. And, you know, it's just we both love visiting with people and like having those connections and learning about them, whether they're, you know, local or they're visiting, you know, we just, it's so fun to have it be more than just transactional, more than just coming in, getting their scoop and leaving. Like we want to, we want to know about them. We want to know if they're celebrating something, somebody wrote that really cute poem. We have a book where people can sign in mm -hmm. and we had somebody write like this really cute poem. Yeah, she's like story. something along the lines of, it was a sad day and I went to my kitchen and found a pint of your peanut butter ice cream in my freezer and it became a wonderful day. Or it was yeah. along, along those lines. So it was just cute. And so they wrote that little story oh, in our thank you. book. Yeah. But I think one of the things that I, we feel is important is that everyone does have a story and we love to hear their stories and, and learn from them and grow with them. And we also want to know like where they're from and where mm -hmm. their spot is. So that's the other reason that spots is be kind of becoming its own uniqueness is that we have a map on the wall and they can pin their spot on the wall of where they're from and, and tell us a little bit about them. That's special. What are the Scrabble pieces for? What do people do? I mean, I looked at those. I've been like, what are these? They're in little dishes. So it's something that I did in Alaska that's just kind of fun for people to come. And you never know what people are going to do. And they like to make words and leave us notes and things like that. Um, sometimes, you know, when people come in with their kids, it gives their kids something to do. We've got the spot it game. But sometimes parents don't want to play spot it with their kids and they can have Scrabble pieces and stuff. And, and right now it says spots ice cream crepes and sauces on the windowsill and some um 
man was in there, Joe said, and like spent a lot of time going through all the little cups of Scrabble pieces <laughs> to like make, to spell out our name on the thing. Oh. So it's just, <laughs> you never know what you're yeah. going to find. And it's just kind of fun. Yeah, I, I looked and I'm like, what is that for? I saw the spots map and yeah. figured that out in your sign-in book. And I'm like, these little cups of Scrabble pieces. Yeah, it's That's just... Yeah, people like to make words or leave us notes or, you know, play a, you know, play a game. Nice. Are there any uh, things you're thinking about in terms of expansion or new ideas or new offerings that you're willing to share? I mean, there's probably some things percolating that you aren't ready to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we have lots of things percolating. That's a good word. Um one of the things we hope that we are going to be able to accomplish in that is we're going to partner with uh, Pine Island Elementary School and let them um, create one of our dishes out of a favorite ice cream. So they get to choose between three ice creams and choose which one they want to have be their Eagle ice cream dish. So hopefully we're working yeah, with them right now. We haven't completely sorted that out. Um, but we want to have them involved in something creative that we can add to our shop as well. And then Sarah has some other, the Bones Ice uh, Coffee. Yeah. So we have that too coming. So and Bones Coffee is a company that started in Cape Coral and um, really at the beginning of the pandemic and not very, not a lot of people know that they're there, but they have a huge online business and everything, but we are carrying Bones Coffee and have iced coffees that we are going on the menu and that we are getting a little bit more dialed in. So pictures were taken today and we'll be posting about that. So they're delicious iced coffee with ice and then whipped cream and a drizzle of sauce oh, that'll match it. One of your sauces. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we are ca carrying that and we'll start carrying hot coffee too. Not everybody wants hot coffee, but enough people just like a little coffee with their ice cream or their crepe or whatever. So that's not something we've had yet. And then I'm always uh, looking for ideas and inspiration for different sauces. We had early on, we had a, um, uh, two months ago, <laughs> I, was, we had somebody inspired um, a pina colada sauce that we had for a limited time. And the, I always just like to try different things and um, see what what ends up being popular and that we might keep around or what we just have every once in a while. And then we'll start, we don't have a lot of fresh fruit right now. We just have banana for like a Nutella banana crepe, but we'll start car carrying um, fresh strawberries and when it's mango season and stuff, we'll mm -hmm. um, be a part of the big mango festival yeah, here on yeah. the island yeah. and do a mango sauce for that. Yeah. So um, anyway, so who knows what it will be? It just different people will say something or ask if we have something, and it usually clicks an idea of how I can make it work. So you could even do a sorbet with some of the fresh fruits on mm -hmm. the island. Mm -hmm. You know, Trig, Trig would love the watermelon sorbet. It's like sunshine in a bite. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly delicious. So now, uh, business hours. Where is it located? If so people can get there or find you? Yeah, so we are just 
one block north of Pine Island Center. So if you take a right at the four-way, we are one block on the right-hand side in the little Pine Island Plaza right there. Um, there's a barber shop, or excuse me, a beauty shop there. Salty Girls is there. The Island Eagle is there. So we are in that. Right. Dr. Hanley's there. Yes. So we're in the Pine Island Exchange. Excuse me. That's the yeah, name of okay, it. Okay, that's the name of it. Mm -hmm. 107, no, what is it? 10700? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. 107. And 700 Stringfellow yeah. Road. Um, and we are there Monday through Saturday. We're closed on Sundays. Uh, Monday through Thursday, 11 to 8. And then Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9. Perfect. So when yeah. they want to rush from Naples to get over there, they, <laughs> yeah, they have time. <laughs> yes. And website, Facebook, other social media presence? Yes. Our website is spotsicecreamplus.com. And then Spots Ice Cream on Facebook. And we're on Instagram as well. And people have, can find us on Google. And we've had really great Google reviews too. Yeah. I printed them off. They're oh, wonderful reviews. Yes. <laughs> wonderful reviews. We've had really good feedback. Yes, you have. In the long time that you've been open, yeah. Oh my goodness, that happened. Well, it didn't have it didn't happen fast to you, probably with all the planning, for, you know. But it happened fast as soon as you said we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And you have beautiful weather. I mean, they could sit outside. Yeah, yeah. You know, and enjoy the sun, or come inside, play with the Scrabble pieces. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> watch you make crepes. Yeah, they're always welcome to come and visit with us anytime. Yeah, and we do love people to make um, educated choices. So we believe in sampling of the ice cream or the sauces. We want people to know what they're tasting and, you know, even just to come check it out. Oh, so they can say, can I try that? And, yeah, oh, wow. absolutely. That's good to know. And so far, we haven't ever had to cut anybody off. No. So, anyway, you can, yeah, I mean, we even multiple samples, but people are so, they're so nice. But we really, for me, I love it when people want to taste a sauce and they take a bite and just need a minute to enjoy that. Mm -hmm. And so that's like the biggest compliment is when people just get so excited about what we're creating there. Well, very exciting. Perfect. This was just perfect. You guys are professional podcast people. This, this went so well. The time just flew. So thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. What a nice yeah. location. Right in the center of everything. Yeah. I just We just won't eat for two days so we can try a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having us. And we hope that um, we have influenced some people to come and check us out and, and to enjoy a spot where they can make some great memories. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed our Pine Island Experience podcast. If you have any ideas for us, people to interview, or any comments, please feel free to email them to us at pineislandexperience at gmail.com. That's pineislandexperience, all one word, at gmail.com. Don't forget to like us, and you may subscribe to this podcast using all the major catchers like Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks again for listening, and remember... Island life is a constant vacation. We'll see you on the next podcast.